What is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means. It's another edition of Curveballs and Chair Shots. We're still not together in person one of these days. But this week, sitting electronically more than six feet away from me, as my loving esteemed co host Dominic Hobson. Dominic, how are you doing today? Well, Brandon, I'm doing wonderful. I got a, about a little under halfway cold corona in my hand, relaxing, talking to my best friend. And, uh, you know, I'm alive. Oh, there's a mosquito. And oh, there's, there's a mosquito, mosquito? in the bed. Holy shit. Everybody call my, somebody call 911. There's a mosquito there's a in your bed on February 4th in the dead of winter. Yeah, I, 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 I you know, don't know what to say right now. Should, but, we, stop the, should we stop the podcast? Is, is it an emergency? No, no, no. no it's not it's an under emergency. control. It's under control. The uh, mascot is uh, on patrol. He got it. No, he's just laying down, looking cute, like a fluff ball. Brandon, how are you doing today? You working still? Uh, no, uh, I feel like shit, but I also, you know, feel pretty good because because I'm unemployed, aka they just don't work me or pay me, even though they don't want to tell me anything. Did get some tax stuff today, so you know your boy can be doing taxes this year because I'm an adult, Dominic. But I have because I'm not working, I have no excuse. I've gone to the gym for three days in a row, which means my body is killing me because I'm a fat, lazy piece of shit. So comeback season, you know, I'm trying to get my summer bod back. And when I mean summer, I don't mean 2022 bod. I mean 2023 bod. You know, it's a it's a long haul because we can't outwork out a shitty diet. You know, I want to I want to jump to, uh, you know, questions real quick because I have a question for you. And I have an answer for you, Dominic. If you can pick any time in your life to have that body again right now, what would it be? What? You're telling me I have to go back in time to reclaim a body of past of mine? Yeah, like if you're like, oh, man, back in 2015, I was fucking great shape. Like, I want that body back. You know, it's going to be very triggering. Dominic. I think you know why you're going to ask me this question. It's back in high school, probably sophomore year, you know, a little more developed, a little stronger. <laughs> I'm going to go sophomore year, um, you know, kind of around this time, February, because, you know, spring's right on the corner. Baseball season's coming up. And for a Royal Baseball, you know, they really do a very intense training regimen that goes throughout the entire winter time. A lot of running, a lot of strength training, really got my fat ass into shape. So, you know, second year in a row doing all this conditioning and training got a nice tight hot bod you know little underage hot tight bod maritime shout out but um i'd probably go then you know all for nothing just to get cut once again and on that's the first when try. started right should have just listened to miller and wrestled with dominic with if dominic was wrestling at that time because you know he's like the dana bryan having concussion issues and actually i was wrestling that that was the year i got I got hurt. I got the fatal blow. Okay. Okay. The one, you know, the, the sixth concussion or no, was that like your third concussion? We, we've had concussions later on in life, which, you know, we may or may not try to be scheduling a neurologic test because, you know, too many concussions uh, in your history. I think that was probably one, two. That was probably about three, maybe four. Something like that. I don't know. What, don't what are we standing at right now? Fuck. Um, How many, you know, non-sports related, which I would assume would be after 
this wrestling career because you didn't do too many sports after that. So how many non, you know, sports concussions have you had? And how do you get these non-sports related concussions? That's a good question, Brandon. Um, you know, just being a dumbass and not looking at where I'm going and, you know, like, because, you know, you're so tall. I mean, you're like six you know, foot three. My, my first, con- I know what my first concussion was after sports. And that was my first job at Orchard Supply Hardware in San Lorenzo, California, where Crunch is now located. Oh. And, um, uh, they, you know, they're going for going through liquidation and this fucking stupid Karen, fucking motherfucker, wanted s- something in the nursery. And there's this big steel fucking bar. Above, uh, above what she wanted and I remember I took a screwdriver and I'm like a handyman I'm like unscrewing I'm like oh I'm so fucking good at this yeah shit. you're a handyman and then I fucking just jump up to give it to her and I fucking smash my head in the in the fucking steel beam and I immediately go down and I'm like holding back tears because I didn't want to cry in front of the customer you know because I give great customer service and um, she's like oh my god you okay I'm like I'm fine I'm fine just here's the tag and uh, have a great rest of your day. And she walks away, you know, which is bad on her. She should have made sure I was okay, you know, but you know, she didn't, she didn't like hold my hand and like walk me to the front or anything. You know, you should have just bladed and just, you know, lab lay there in a pile of blood. You can get some real workers comp. <sighs> Why didn't I think of that? Hmm. Anyway. Always, so that's for everyone out there. When you're working, always carry a spare razor blade in your pocket so you can gig yourself. And get some extra money when you get an injury. Yep. yep. But uh, I remember, I know for a fact, I had a concussion because I walked to the front and I was kind of rubbing my head like, ow, my head hurts. And I moved my hand and the head cashier lady was like, please tell me that's dirt in your face. And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, and she pointed at my forehead and I go, no, I hit my head. She goes, holy shit. You, you need to go fucking, you need to go home or go to the doctor or something. My whole like left side of my forehead was like fucking black and blue. And had to go upstairs to the office, which was a bitch because it was like two flights of stairs. And, you know, after hitting your head and being a fat ass, can't really uh, walk upstairs kind of quick. And I got upstairs. The manager immediately was like, sit the fuck down. Like, should I call 911? I'm like, well, why? It's not that fucking bad. She's like, Dominic, it's fucking bad. And uh, did not realize that I was like somewhat shaking. And she said, fine, handwrite me a note that says like, you don't want medical attention. And like, like maybe four sentences into the note, I like stopped and just had a blank stare in my face. And she like was looking at me the whole time. And then she's like, Dominic, I was like, huh? She's like, are you okay? I'm like, oh yeah, I'm fine. And I just kept writing. So, you know. Well, it was just the one of many concussions Dominic has had. Uh, I was, you know, me and Dominic hated each other at this time. You know, we weren't on speaking terms. Nope. We didn't hang out all the time. We didn't have a nope. podcast. So, nope. you know, I don't remember this. I don't know any recollection of this. So maybe once we get going and we have, you know, full Curveballs and Sure Shots universe, metaverse, that uh, well, maybe we'll have an offshoot podcast where we just talk about Dominic concussions. I would like that, but then again, I got to remember all that shit, which is hard. Do you have any photos of this said concussion? Because it seems, what is this? Is this the gnarliest concussion? Because this seems pretty legit. Uh, I, I mean, you're black and blue. I don't you, think so. You, you kind of like passed out, kind of. So you're telling me this is not your worst concussion. There's been worse than this e um e-i-e-i-o um no i i'm trying to think uh i mean so all the listeners out there you understand you get it now 
you get it. So I don't. Yeah, that was probably the worst. I mean, because of the fact that, like, it was kind of like instant. Like, it wasn't like, oh, you got a bruise now. It was like, holy shit, you're you're screwed. Did you uh, you drive home after that? (laughs) Yes, I did. Okay, nice. Yeah, not not too far, but. Still, still driving in a residential yeah. area. You don't want to drive with a concussion. That's not. That's not safe. Not a good idea. So, let's get on into it. We got a lot of sports news, a lot of NFL news. We got to cover. We got the typical day after podcast big breaking news. After we spent a you know a whole like ten minutes talking about Tom Brady's retirement that could or may not happen, uh, my. Dumbass said, Oh no, he's definitely not going to retire. He's going to come back one more year. You know, having a retirement ceremony special, you know, just get gifts from everybody. Um, now and then it gets leaked that he's going to retire, but then it comes out that he's not going to retire because his dad and people said they haven't heard anything. He's still contemplating it, but he hasn't come to a decision. And then all this just for Tom Brady to actually retire whenever it was Tuesday or Wednesday. And then he thinks, Tampa Bay, but doesn't thank the Patriots and then all the Patriots fan are all booty tickled that they wasn't thanking them, even though he thanked them when he left New England. And then he thanks New England like the day after. And it, it was just the whole thing. So Tom Brady finally hangs him up um, all these years, 20 years. Obviously, greatest quarterback of all time, right, Dominic? Or are we going to have this hot take discussion because someone else is better? I mean, who? Uh, Jamin Swinston. You fuck. I will. I will hang. I will leave this Zoom chat right now. You take that back. Sure, Dominic. I will take this back. I'll take it back. Tom Brady is the greatest. You know, as a Raider fan, we're big time haters because pretty much his whole legacy started with the tuck rule, which there was a 30 for 30 coming out, I believe, this Sunday on the tuck rule. So it should be interesting. But um, I I remember like that 28 and three comeback in the Super Bowl that kind of like cemented. Okay. This, 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 you know, Tom Brady's pretty good at football. He's a, he's pretty good. So I guess I'll cut him some slack and acknowledge, you know, acknowledge him as the greatest. But wild couple days of just is he, won't he? Is he just gonna? He was gonna retire, but then because everyone's saying he's gonna retire, he's like, fuck you, Adam Schefter. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna come back just to spite you. But all in all, it seemed like the family dynamic of, you know, he's been doing this for so long, nothing really. He wants to be there for his children, which would make sense is kind of the main reason he he retired. I mean, looking back at his career, he what? I mean, I know this is a hard question for you to answer because, you know, I know you know everything, but I don't know if you don't know if you know this one. But out of his whole career, I don't think he missed more than like three games, right? Um, Well, you know, except for that one season where he just completely shattered his knee, he missed the entire season. Oh, I see. I didn't know he got hurt. When did he get hurt? Uh, that would be like right after the perfect season. Really? Really? You're an asshole. Well, you know, if you're just going to come out here and talk about bold claims when you're, you know, we're just going to blame on the concussions. Too many concussions, right, Dominic? What year was that? Well, if you just keep on talking, I can. Because, you know, because the thing is, if you tell me the year, I can maybe actually justify a concussion or not. And if I can, then I don't feel as stupid as you. Well, this was, I mean, this was definitely during our high school run. I would surmise. So let's see. Yes. 2008, the exact, the year after the perfect season. So that was, I said 2008, he shattered his knee and only played one game, won that one game. But um, that, that would be freshman year, which I mean, I had concussions up to that point. So my memory could be a little askew. 
which that is the only season. Well, 2016, he played 12 games, but I believe that was deflate gate. So besides that, he has really had no major injuries and he holds pretty much every major record you can imagine for quarterbacks in playoffs in regular season all times. So where do the Buccaneers go from here? We kind of talked a little bit about it when uh, talking about their loss and thinking about he was going to retire, but now he's actually going to retire. The Bucks kind of a similar situation with the Packers that they have a lot of money they owe, you know, free agents, all these different things. I think they can make it kind of work to where they can delay it one more year. They can be a full, you know, full-fledged Pro Bowl all-star team, but not, you know, there's no real rookie quarterback, and I don't think they're going to go after a rookie quarterback if you're trying to win next year. So do you see Tampa Bay being a one of the free agent landing spots or you know trade bait for? Derek Carr to the Buccaneers confirmed. And then who's quarterback in the Raiders? Mariota. Okay. Or you get Aaron Rodgers and uh, Devontae Adams. Adams. Yeah. yeah. For Derek Carr, and you know I'll give him like Zay Jones or something. That definitely sounds like a fair trade. Yeah, right? Yeah, of course it's fair trade. Uh, so we have a new football team name in Washington. It was announced on 2-2. 2-2. And this one has been pretty much known for a little bit from leaks and pictures we've seen around. But yes, the Washington football team is now known as the Washington Commanders. After months and ye- well, years, I guess, of speculations and people talking about what they think would be the best choice. A lot of people wanted the you know, red hogs or red hawks or red something. Didn't happen. They stick with the you know, USA Army type thing, the, the commanders. Dominic wanted the red bones. Uh, they did not go with that option, unfortunately, Dominic. But I'm pretty already, sure I'm not the one that said that, but okay. Pretty sure it was you. You said the Washington red bones, but you know, check the tape. Check the tape. Uh, already like day one, of the Commodore of I keep I accidentally typed in like commanders wrong. So it keep it says Commodores on the uh on the script. So I'm just gonna delete that like before it. before I say Commodores a thousand times. So the commanders have already been canceled because apparently one of the original founders or people tied to the Washington football team was the com- was like a commander, which was like linked to the US Nazi Party after World War II. So that's fun. So you know, after wait, all this wait, 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 wait. One of the can I can I say that word or no? The Washington racial slurs. Yes. So one of the founding members of that was part of the what? What was a part of the U.S. Nazi Party, and he was a commander or whatever something or another called the commanders. But he's dead. Uh, well, you know, a lot of people f- that are adults and older in the 50s and 60s are dead at this point. So why does it fucking matter? Because everybody's trying to cancel everybody, Dominic. And yet we can't fucking cancel Trapdoor to Hell. This is bullshit. Well, I mean, they haven't had a podcast in you know a few months. So and I haven't heard any good things that they're coming back anytime soon. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. But we're trying to get a maybe a little Trapdoor reunion next week for the Super Bowl. You know, just... Don't hold your breath on it. We might have one. You know, apparently Tyler is going to be at your house at 8 a.m. So, you know, and I'm going to be at your house at 8 a.m. What? You want to sleep in my bed? We, where it all started, Dominic. Where it all started. Where it all started. Full circle. We see that full circle. 
full circle. So Dominic, your thoughts on the Washington commanders, the Washington commies, as everybody is going to call them now. I mean, I think it's a joke. I would have just kept the football team short, sweet to the point. Um, You know, you say, you know, hello, goodbye. See you later. But the commanders, it just, to me, it sounds out of all. It's a weird, it's a weird name to chant commanders. It's a three syllable name. And you have Washington, which is another three syllable name. Well, but then that's the thing. It's kind of like out of every NFL team, it's like the Raiders, the Bears, the Patriots. It's like, yeah, well, yeah, you have the Patriots, the Buccaneers, but you shorten that to Pats and Bucks. You shorten it. It's the commies. The comms. I don't think it's, it's going to be the commies. It's going to come. It's going to be the comms. They're just going to completely ignore the O and just put a U. Going to cut out the top of that O, make it a U. Yep. yep. Okay. The cummies, the Washington cummies. <laughs> yes, uh, you know the the name is pretty stupid. But it's I think, uh, well, yeah, it's pretty terrible. But, well, okay, would you rather have them stay the football team? Or I like the football team. Maybe it was such a stupid name, but it, it grew on everybody. It did, right? But I mean, name is stupid, but I do like the uniforms. Uniforms are pretty not out of this world in terms of just different than what they were using, they're, but they're okay. I like them. I like the black ones. I kind of wish every team had a black uniform. I know as a Raider fan, I think we want to keep the black uniforms for ourselves, but as a fashionista, I do like black uniforms for, for every team. That makes sense. They're all right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I, I don't like, you know, they're not the top uniform in the league, but it's, it's just very similar. It's pretty similar to what they're already using. So it's nothing, it's just, it's all just merchandise and branding. They're, they're that's not going to go anywhere for the next 20 years, so they're just going to be there. And, you know, we also have Dan Snyder, right? Yeah, Dan Snyder. Who's the uh, person who was, like, behind with, like, Zoe 101 and... Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider? Yeah. Who's who's the uh, Washington... You know, that that guy's a Bigfoot guy. Come again? What? Yeah, that uh, the guy who's... Uh, did all those Disney or not Disney Nickelodeon shows, but a big foot guy, which is a uh, very strange, especially when you're working with a bunch of um, young children. And how does that have to do with Washington commanders? <laughs> because we were talking about the guy from fuck. Cause I accidentally said Dan Schneider. And then you said Dan Schneider, but his name is Dan Schneider owner of the Washington commies. So this, so this went from the podcast title being, concussions or dominus concussions or you know something like that to now uh dan schneider's a big foot guy his name is dan schneider but it's differently spelled dan schneider so dan schneider nickelodeon is like s-c-h-n-e-i-d no spelling with podcast schneider schneider from you know the touchy-feely weirdo race i'll say racist but you know both of them got their the weird sex things you know s-n-y-d-e-r so so now this is the foot guy yeah Anyways, let's move on to some on-the-field football news. The Raiders, they hired Josh McDaniels. We talked about this last week. The Raiders are kind of going into the next era of their, uh, whatchamacallit, new era. Oh, shit. My foot fell asleep, and I tried to move, and I just dumped everything on the ground. Hate to see it. Uh, so jo- <laughs> Josh McDaniels, we got Dave Ziegler, not to be confused, the Dolph Ziegler, as the new general manager, both of them come from the new england patriots and just a few minutes ago before we hit record on this podcast patrick graham is the new defensive coordinator he 
is uh, I forget exactly what his place was, but he was with the New York football giants. So the Raiders get three big names added to the coaching staff and front office. How do you like these hires, Dominic? Who was the defensive coordinator last year? Wasn't that cable? Sure. Why not that? That that piece of shit. I don't know. I, I, you know how I felt last week about uh, McDaniels and you know how I feel that I, I, you know, they should have kept what's his name? Versace, Rich Versace. How's your family? Gabagoo. Yeah, but she is still he's still in the running for I think some well I forget exactly what he was in the running for, but he was in the running for Jacksonville, which that's been filled to we'll talk about that a little bit. I don't know. I just feel like McDaniels has if he has a bad season, I, I feel like I'm sorry, if the Raiders have a bad season, I'm holding everything accountable to him. Unless it's like, you know. Car has a bad game, or you know, like multiple, you know, like stupid little things. Then yeah, I'll blame a defensive co- defensive coordinator for the Las Vegas Raiders for the year twenty twenty one was uh, Gus Bradley. Oh, what happened to him? Uh, did you not see the defense this year? No, oh, that's a good point. Should thought that coming. Hmm. Hmm. McDonald's, don't fuck it up, you bitch. On on the next one. Not completely sold on Josh McDaniels. It's it's a good move, not a great move. I'm more worried about the general manager, see what uh, Dolph Ziggler is going to do. Hopefully, with the draft coming up, they can make some good moves and some good personnel. Defense-wise, I think the defense has a good kind of core of players. They still need to get, I think, a better secondary, most definitely. And Abrams... I think I said this last week, like I really love how he plays. He plays super hard and fast, but that's just kind of a detriment to his body. He has had two major injuries these last couple of years. So I'm just going to expect him to not be able to play a full season at this point. So hopefully Graham can uh, get the team together, which I, I mean, the, the giants were not a good team last year, but their defense was, I think a little bit underrated. And because their offense was so inept, they had to kind of work overtime and work twice as hard. And that's why maybe the stats don't show how good they actually were, but um, I think the defense was obviously not perfect, but hopefully it's going to be better. The Raiders defense will be better than what it was this year or last year. Well, that's, a, that, that's saying a lot. I mean, moving yeah. across the country, we have the Jacksonville Hagwires. They have hired their new coach. We thought it was going to be Byron Leftwich, you know, former legend of the Jaguars, but he just straight up pulled his name out. He did not want to uh, take the job. He just left the running and uh, it is Doug Peterson, former Super Bowl winner head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles. He is the new uh, head coach of the Hagwires. Uh, the big kind of controversy surrounding this is they're still keeping Trent Baalke as the GM. He uh, obviously has not been doing the best of job in Jacksonville, but he was also the GM back in the 49ers days before Lynch came in and he, you know, those really bad years after the Harbaugh and Shanahan years, like, you know, those, in between years, not very good. Bulky, not the best football mind in the world, but for some reason they're still keeping him. So that's the uh, the big news. Shad Khan, you know, AEW connections. Uh, so it's, we're gonna keep an eye out on Jacksonville. Don't know, don't love it, don't hate it, but it's an interesting one to say the least. Because I mean, you have Trevor Lawrence, really good rookie quarterback. You know, they have some good pieces there, but I think just the ownership, front office, and everything like that is is just a mess. 
seems like a lot of organizations are going to be having that issue because uh feel like uh I take that back. A lot of the bad teams are going to be having that issue because, you know, I feel like your head coach can be can only be as good as the GM because the GMs really are picking the players if you think about it. But so like, you know, it's kind of like a hit and miss kind of situation, but you know, good luck to Mr. Peterson. I hope he can take the Jaguars. You're seeing the name wrong. The Jaguars, you know, maybe get like four or five ones next season. Maybe they don't get the number one pick next season. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. So we've talked about some some serious news or I guess some some light news in terms of our next topic we're going to talk about. Maybe the biggest news that's hit the NFL in quite a long while. On February 1st, first day of Black History Month, Brian Flores, former Miami Dolphins head coach, files a class action lawsuit against the NFL for discrimination and unlawful practices and all those other different things. And, you know, if you you probably know what exactly is going on. There's just so many different aspects to this. He gets fired after two winning seasons. First time where they've had repeat winning seasons for the Dolphins, 2003. Um, the owner, I forget exactly what it, I think Ross is his name. He offered like a hundred K per loss. And Brian Flores said, uh, fuck you. I'm not doing that. And Hugh Jackson has come out and said, he's been offered similar offers over there that uh, back in Cleveland. Um, he was interviewing for the Giants job. Bill Belichick accidentally texts Brian Flores. Congratulations, even though Flores hasn't even interviewed yet for the job because Bill Belichick accidentally texted him instead of Brian Dayball, the guy who actually got the job. So Flores is saying that the Rooney rule, which is saying that you need to interview you know, at least one or two minorities for every single job, is a sham because... Before he even got his interview, the Giants already had their guy locked in place. So obviously big story, and this will not be the end of this story, but just a bombshell that hit the NFL a couple of days ago, uh, you know, in between championship week and the Super Bowl, Dominic. Can can I play devil's advocate just for like one second? Because like I have oh God, the, the white guy is going to play devil's advocate right now. This should be fun. Well, no, it's not really playing this. I just like. Okay, well, okay, how about this? How about, can you explain to me, when I ask this question, explain to me why it's, I, I know why it's wrong, but, like, explain to me why it can't happen. Is that okay? What can't happen? So, the NFL, so, like, the Dolphins, for example. They have an owner. Someone legitimately owns the Miami Dolphins, right? Uh-huh. So why can't the like why can't the owner say I want Brandon Tanguma to be my head coach? That's not what the suit is about, Dominic. I'm not I'm not, I'm not saying that's what the suit's about. But the suit's about how you you know they pretty much have no minor minorities as head coaches and you know management and blah 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 blah. So my thing is like, but if the ownership is the one that says, hey you know, hey, you're doing a good job, but we're just going to go in a different way. How is that, you know, like, you know, if, if, if Mark Davis wants to hire fucking a homeless person and not give it to Brian Floyd, you know what I mean? It's like, how, how, 
how is that, you know, like, where's, how is that lawful? It's because they're not giving the appropriate opportunities to black coaches and black personnel compared to other people because apparently in Brian Flores' eyes, which may or may not be true, and there's probably a lot of people that might say different, there's a lot of people that are going to agree with them, that would say that the NFL is, you know, a fraternity and people are just going to hire who they want to hire. They're not going to, and there's some, there's always going to be, you know, biases and not exactly racism, but, you know, just leaning one way or another. And he's just saying that he feels as though black coaches, black people aren't getting the same opportunities and the Rooney rule is put in place to give them those opportunities, but he just feels that they're not exactly, it's not working out the way it should. It's a, it's a race, it's work, it's a complicated issue, and obviously we're two fucking idiots that aren't lawyers and we can't explain it properly. And I'm trying to explain it to you, and I feel like I'm not doing a great job at it. But yeah, not. what the I well, I I feel like I understand. I just don't know how where you're coming from and how you don't understand it. Why would okay? Why okay, would these it's not that dolphins I don't understand it? It's not that I don't understand. So it. you're just confusing me by trying to play devil's advocate. Well, no, it's like it's like I I understand I understand it, but like I guess what I'm trying to say is like like it, it so is, okay. I got it. Hold on. The NFL is seventy percent black in terms of players. Why is there only one NFL head coach and zero NFL owners in the NFL? That are black. That are black. I don't know. I can't tell you that. There you go. That's where the problem lies. The NFL and football is overwhelmingly a black sport, but it is not black people play the game, but they aren't in positions of power in the same percentages. Could you say that about every fucking major sport then? Okay, maybe not every sport, but majority at of them? the At that extreme whatever you want to call it, you know, in the NBA, there's a lot of black head coaches. There's a lot of, you know, black GMs. If you compare the two, because those are the similar in terms of, you know, the black population, the NBA is not perfect by any means, but it's definitely a higher percentage than in the NFL. Okay. Okay. Thank you for not making me feel like I'm a racist. You're canceled on Nick. You know, I just legitimately, because like in my head first, when, when it first came out, I kind of was like, you know, if the owner wants to hire, you know, whoever, like, you know, yeah, maybe the owner's racist because he doesn't want to hire you and he want to rather have a white guy or a Mexican guy, or Asian guy, whatever. But, you know, like, how is that an NFL thing? But then, you know, what you just said kind of like made me realize, oh, yeah, maybe maybe it's you know. then if you step back and, you know, yeah. everyone's making their own choices individually. But if everyone's making the same choices individually, then that's a league wide issue exactly okay thank you and and we're also just going to skip over the fact that he was offering flores money to throw games which is also a whole different thing from a gambling perspective and you know obviously you know fairness and integrity of the game type thing and if this actually comes out i don't know if they can just throw him out because dan schneider has done probably worse things than what this owner has done and he's still in the league but and you know Throwing games intentionally by you know offering money, that's that's a whole different can of worms. Like the 76ers tanking 
you know, trust the process is a little bit different than straight up saying, look, you lose and you get this, you get this bread. I mean, I mean, if, if I didn't have a chance to go to the playoffs, I'd probably be like, all right, sure. hundred thousand to lose today. Fuck it. But then the players are playing for the next contract, their next livelihood. And even it's, a, yeah, it's a whole thing. Ah, who gives a fuck? Let's go. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Right. Dominic, who cares about race relations and I don't know. money I care and about, integrity? I care, I care about oh, race. you're can't Dominic, you're canceled. You're canceled. No, I, I care about the racial relations. I don't give a fuck about these people that make millions of dollars and I'm fucking over here working nine to five thirty, working my ass off. All right, Dolly Parton. Working nine to five. So no Dominic's picks this week, unfortunately. We have an off week for the NFL. I mean, unless no. we unless we want to pick the uh the Pro Bowl. Because I know everyone needs to know our thoughts and opinions on the Pro Bowl. Dominic's Pro Bowl pick. Do, do, do. So I believe right now the spread is AFC minus one over the NFC. Uh, over under set at 62 and a half. Dominic, what do you see in this one? AFC all the way, baby. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's go back in time. Let's look at the championship recap. We have our Super Bowl matchup. Someone in this podcast universe is very happy. Start off with the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs host the AFC championship game for the fourth year in a row. And for the second time in those four years, they lose this time to the Cincinnati Bengals. Pretty much a step-for-step mirror image of what happened a couple weeks ago when these two teams played back in the regular season. 27 to 24, the Bengals beat the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs were up, I believe, what, 21 to three at yes, one sir. point, 21 to 10 at half. Patrick Mahomes stupidly throws a little, you know, pass behind the line of scrimmage. They get stopped at the goal line, so they don't able to get three points. And Joe Burrow comes back, does this thing, and Joe Burrow didn't have like that great of a game, to be honest, through like whatever, 250 yards. Couple tuds, but it was really just that defense. I think has been very underrated through this uh, postseason run for the Bengals, and for the first time in thirty plus years, the Bengals are AFC champs. Dominic, I mean, I could say congratulations. Um, I could say you deserve it, but I'm gonna just I'm just gonna say uh, who day, who day. Then moving or let's let's talk about the Chiefs just a little bit. Um, thoughts on how the Chiefs handle things and I'm not saying, you know, overrated, ever done or anything like that. But, you know, four straight years in the championship game, two Super Bowls, only one Super Bowl win. Andy Reid had a big reputation about choking it in the playoffs in Philly. He got over the hump with the one Super Bowl win. But more often than not, once again, here in Kansas City, it, he choked. I mean, you know, Tom Brady doesn't uh, – to- oh, Jesus Christ. I just saw a dick. Oh, God. Oh, Who's dick? Some f- oh, my God. Shout out to Tygenny27 who well, definitely did not lend any passwords because we don't do that in this, uh, in this oh. podcast in the universe. But uh, the studio audience wanted to watch the world-renowned famous show on HBO Max called Euphoria featuring Zendaya. Oh my and god. And it is gaining steam, some hot steam. Oh god. Around around the internet. 
and uh, <laughs> nudity is a big, big portion of it. I have not seen it. I've heard things about it, but apparently Dominic just got a full frontal. Of, yeah, uh, of this euphoria. fat fucking old man who's fucking. Oh, sorry, I can't spoil anything, huh? No spoilers. No spoilers. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No. no. <laughs> so did you just? It, I is the reason you had such an adverse reaction because you just looked into your future. <laughs> wow, that's fuck you. That that hurts. That hurts to be that fat and that small. Fuck well, you. I've never seen Euphoria, so I don't know exactly you what you saw. You haven't seen my dick either, huh? So you can't I, know, I haven't. I haven't seen either or. So I'm just making assumptions. You're the one that got triggered because apparently I must have struck a nerve. I can't stop. <laughs> okay, can we get a uh, an estimate? What episode, what season, what minute point so people can get a uh, visual in their head of what Dominic's shriveled up little fat dick's going to look like in 30 years? <laughs> season one, episode three. Who, his, his dick? He's saying he's saying my dick, but you know my dick's bigger than that, right? Well, at least you have me. Yeah, more. What, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? That's what did what did, what did she just say? That's a single guy. All right, I, I, I'm done with this podcast. We need a cock comparison. No, I. I'm saying. I'm not saying it's you. I, I'm. I'm talking. It might be him. He's like this guy is single. Probably living at his mom's house. <laughs> that affects your dick size. So once I move out, he's gonna grow. Fucking and, get a, and get a significant other, my pee pee will grow. <laughs> uh, It'll be like the Grinch. It's gonna go three sizes that day. Hopefully, no children will listen to this podcast. No children. <laughs> we are not minivan minivan friendly. If you have uh, not figured that out already. So is my dick bigger? Yeah. Thank you. That seemed like a pity, yeah, but we'll move on. I'll take it. It's still a yeah. <laughs> it's still a yeah. The NFC Championship game for the third time this year, we had the 49ers taking on the Los Angeles Rams uh, in SoFi Stadium. We uh, 49ers in control for a majority of the game, not a dominant performance really by either team, just good, hard-nosed football. The 49ers could have, should have won this game. Uh, would be interception with around nine minutes left. They were up 17 to seven or 17 to 10 at this point. Wouldn't have sealed. It wouldn't have been the dagger, but definitely would have put them in a good position to at least kick a field goal, go up two scores and hold off and win the game. But that did not happen. Uh, Cooper Cup touchdown and some shenanigans. Jimmy G later. Rams, your NFC champions. For the first time in a few years, but now this time with Matt Stafford, they do the damn thing. Going to be second team in a row to host the Super Bowl in their own stadium. Trading away every single first round pick they've had in the past 20 years has paid off. Dominic, uh, I know you didn't have close eyes on this game because we might have been at Top Golf. Some of us hitting nukes, others maybe not so much. I mean, you know. May or may not have a gift coming out soon of uh, somebody just missing the shit out of the ball. Damn, why'd you gotta just dox studio audience like that? Oh, what's up, you baby? It's okay. Damn, why are you doxing the studio audience like that? Of you, fuck you. Why are you talking to the studio audience like that? I said there's a gif of somebody swinging the fu- missing the fucking ball. And he said, oh, it's to the audience. We got the video of him, remember? He's just trying to fucking 
No, he's trying to forget about that day because he well that you know that person who may or may not have swung the shit out of the ball and missed it may or may not have been you know six drinks in and a little tipsy, <laughs> and he's already dog shit at golf to begin with. So you you put some Bud Light sour seltzers and some Miller Light in his system, he's gonna be shit. But I was pretty well, I thought I was pretty good at Angry Birds, but everyone just out here just shitting all over me. Yeah, you're good at one thing. Yeah, Angry Birds, come at me, bro. Yeah. Virtual anger. You know what? I would say we could go. You know, Dominic, you want to go to the fucking drive range this week? I will show you that I am much better than that. Mm, you know, no, I, get off, I, I get a fuck at 530 and I have to come home and then I got to make dinner and I got to eat the dinner and then, you know, take a shower and I got to be in bed. So I don't know if I could do it. Do you have work on Saturdays and Sundays? Uh, mm. What's the plan for this weekend, Dominic? You know, it's off week, bye week for Super Bowl. What's the plans? What you doing? Laundry and relaxing. Oh, okay. Maybe a little bit of shopping. Okay. You know, Probably, somebody, somebody hasn't yeah. told me what to bring over for Super Bowl Sunday, so. Well, I was told I don't have to bring over. Any, I don't have to do anything because I'm just hosting the event. So that's not that's not a me problem. You want to watch it on the cock? We can watch it. On, we can watch Super Bowl on the cock if you want. If you guys have cock. You can watch I, it on the cock. I have a cock. Um, Apparently bigger than that old man in Euphoria. Allegedly. Allegedly. And, you know, and I want to I want to clarify. I didn't I'm not up close on the tablet, so I can't even see how big it is. He just, you know, the way he was gripping it. You know, Why I could, was he gripping it? Because he was jerking off. Okay. <laughs> Definitely in no rush to watch you for you now. Anyways, is that it? Uh, well, we, I mean, we'd even, you'd even talk about the game, Dominic. NFC Championship, the Rams get it done, beat the 49ers finally. I picked the Rams. I want to clarify, I picked the Rams. Said I wanted to pick the Niners because, you know, uh, but, the, but the 49ers covered. So there you go. So I won. And that's what you and Tyler were saying was like, you know, you know, they technically did win because we, you know, we, we, they covered. We don't care. It's like, but like, you know, I, I don't pick who covers or this or that. I just pick the winners and I picked the motherfucking winners. Good job, Dominic. Last last game ever for Jimmy G did not look good in that fourth quarter. Did not look anything I mean, rem- remotely of a starting quarterback so, in the championship game. So I will give that Jimmy G hasn't really... Ever ever since that first was it this first season they went to the Super Bowl or was it the second season? Well, he's only had two healthy seasons, and both times he's went to the Super Bowl and went to the NFC Championship game. So it must have been the first time because I think the second year he got hurt, right? That's when he tore his ACL or whatever. I don't know. I just remember the Super Bowl year and this year because the anyway. other two years he got hurt. Anyways, whatever. Um, I just want to say, like you know, he did kind of. I'm not going to say turn it around. I mean, he, the, the 49ers weren't really struggling all that much before he got there. I mean, the Kaepernick happened and then they kind of fell out for a few years and then they got Jimmy G. But I mean, it's, it's, you know, he wasn't a hundred percent God awful dog shit, terrible, whatever. Yeah. He, I feel like he, all the, all those years in new England, he didn't really do much. He's used to Tom Brady just fucking doing everything for him and being draft, uh, being traded and being the focal point of that team. I don't think he he was ready or, um, you know, 
really trained to be that focal point. Um, and that's where his downfall walls was. But I think he, for all in all, I think he had a decent tenureship with the Niners. And, you know, I don't know where he goes next. I really don't know where. He was very complimentary of the 49ers, seemingly like he knew that was his last time and he was leaving after uh, in the offseason. Seems though he will be trade bait. He still is under contract for, I think, for like a year or two more. I don't know how it works, but he's probably going to get traded for uh, Tampa Bay would be. It'd be funny just because he once again would be in the shadows of Tom Brady, uh, you know, the bucket or Buccaneers, the not the Pirates, the Steelers, Brandon, the Steelers looking for a quarterback as well because Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger retired. Jimmy G, only quarterback with two Super Bowl rings. The more you know, even though everyone's talking about that, who's going to be the first quarterback to get two rings, Dominic? Is it just easy to say Patrick Mahomes or is it going to be somebody else? I think the easy one is Pat just because of the fact that um, he already has one. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, line moved has moved a little bit, open at three and a half in favor of the Rams, has moved up to four and a half for the Rams. I'm not going to do any picks right now. We're going to say that for next week with a very special edition of Dominic's picks with maybe a special guest or two next week. Who knows? So um, any do you, I'm not going to ask you for your pick, Dominic, but are you leaning a specific way? And do you know for sure who you're going with? You're going to still have to you know, wait it out and make our pick next week. You know, part of me wants to be like, pick the team I don't want to win, don't want to win. So then when I come next week, I'll be like, boom, I changed my mind. I got you, swerved you. But then it's like, what if I don't change my mind? So, you know, I'm going to save it for next week. Yes, yes, please save it for next week. So that's it for the NFL. Let's move on over to the world famous MLB update. Once again, all MLB news right now is not good news. We've had, uh, I think, maybe at least one media, maybe two. Uh, between the players and the owners. The players have offered their proposal, have made a proposal towards the uh, owner. Owners just straight rejected it. Did not give any counter, just said, uh, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. And instead of giving them a you know counter offer and trying to work together, the owners just cried to the federal government and said, can we get some mediation to help us out because we don't want to do any work. We just want you guys to strong arm the players so we can get what we want. We don't want to, you know, go back and forth and have a fair, you know, fair working relationship with our players, Dominic. So this is, it's a shit show at this point. We already knew this was going to be a shit show, but it's, uh, I, I kind of told you that, you know, they're not, they're not playing. They're not playing spring. They're, they're not playing. They're not playing at least like three games guaranteed. Really stepping out of the limit, three games. You know, I didn't want to say like half a season because. Well, I mean, just three games is still games. So, I mean, well, if it's three games, I assume they would make that up. They would just push back the World Series a little bit. We know have some November World Series ball. Ah, that's not going to happen. We'll we'll, 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 we'll get an agreement. Trust me. We'll get one. We'll get one. One of these days. Maybe on February. Maybe on March. Maybe in April. We'll see. Uh, Joe West, long, long time umpire. Maybe I think the oldest umpire that they have. Uh, he finally hangs him up uh, for better, or for worse. He's one of the characters, one of the more well-known umpires. And usually when you're a well-known umpire, it's not always good. Um, Joe West, you know, I think he definitely stayed past his prime, obviously. But, um, you know, he's the old cowboy. 
finally hangs him up and he's done. And so, you know, we're throwing, everyone's throwing out clips of, you know, him and Madison Bumgarner having that stare down for like 20 minutes and, you know, some other shenanigans, him get hit with a foul ball. So, uh, you know, we don't show love to the umpires. Yeah. Joe West might not have been the best in his later years, but got to show some respect. Legendary doing it for however long it was 30 something years. When's Angel Hernandez retiring? Jeez. I, I, I don't even think, well, I wish they would have some sort of system where they would, you know, demote umpires and like, you know, kick them down to the minor leagues and have the minor league umpires move up and do all these different things. But, you know, they have, unlike the Players Association, they have a strong union and they really get whatever they want. So um, that kind of happen. The umpires get what they want and the players don't. Hmm. Because huh. the owners, because it's just a drop in the bucket compared to what the players want and deserve but yeah yeah all right that's it for sports unless dominic has any um nba maybe nhl olympic updates the olympics are starting dominic and does anybody care i mean apparently somebody does on the twitter that they responded to my but we we gotta wait for that because we gotta go into the fan mail segment otherwise no guys mr x questions of the week dun 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 uh bum bum so bum, let's bum. go over to the instagram we do have one well not exactly one question one response from one mr uh johnny roca no ty gundy today hate to see it but johnny roca always coming in with a clutch uh multi-layered multi-faceted questions and statements so uh, he just wants to say to keep up the good work i'm enjoying the podcast every weekend if you're bitter sweet competitor <clears throat> trapdoor ever makes a return they have major competition and some catching up to you you goddamn right johnny you goddamn right trapdoor to hell you know they may have they didn't even have an early start because we started before them and they were never able to catch up to us and then they just stopped so we're just zooming we're lapping them at this point they should just pull over and just stop the race because there's no point of them even trying to catch up with us at this point right dominic sorry i'm watching the sex scene i got i got sidetracked sorry my bad zendaya no. Uh, oh, it was a fake sex. I got swerved. God damn it. Damn. She was imagining it. Damn it. Okay. Uh, what was the question? Uh, basically, Johnny Roca saying that we're way better than Trapdoor Hell. I mean, <laughs> uh, where have you been? Like, you know, I'm sorry. He's kind of like fresh, new, kind of a little bit. Like, I know he's like long time listener, but you know, um, you know, we've always been better. You know, we may not have a theme. Somebody may not have written a theme song for us. But, you know, we got a cool-ass graphic, Mr. X, you know, original piece, um, you know. We did actually get hit with a copyright. I got, like, two emails from uh, Anchor, and there was, like, something about not our intro and outros we use now. So not like the wrestling ones we ever use. It was uh, FDT, so fuck Donald Trump, the one time we used that, and then... There was another song we used. Oh, it was the New Jack. I think it was the New Jack episode. We used the the Ice Cube and Dr. Dre song, and we put that at the end. So those two songs, so Fuck Donald Trump and Natural Born Killers, we got not exactly like a copyright strike, but they like emailed me, and I just had to check off and said fair use or something like that. So there you go. Fuck Donald Trump. Next up, uh, he went back and listened to episode 192. Shit wiggles. 
and he enjoyed it and got a good laugh out of it. If anyone wants to get a little throwback humor or have maybe not heard that episode before, listen to the first seven and a half minutes. It's a sheer classic. So once again, episode 192, Shit Wiggles, Dominic, after a long, illustrious return from COVID, well, not him having COVID. This was pre-Dominic getting COVID from us being separated because of COVID. We have a dinner date and do a podcast, and within like five minutes, Dom takes a shit. Did we really? Did we really have a dinner? Did we really eat dinner that day? We had that was when we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, that makes sense. Makes sense. Yes, beer and wings really makes me shit. Uh, so Johnny is not a huge fan of the new Washington Football Team name. I was kind of hoping it would be the Admirals, and it has more flair than the Commanders or the Commies. What do you guys think of the name and what would you have preferred it to be? So we've kind of gone over the name. Uh, so besides the Red Bones, which is obviously a lot of our favorites, or the Washington Cummies, what are some of the names you kind of wished they would go with? I mean, they should have kept Red in the name somehow just because, like, you know, Red Clothes. No. I heard they wanted Warriors, but that also has a Native American link to it and how how do we have the golden state warriors well the warriors have done a very good job at very distancing themselves from that they've kind of more got to like a a god like warrior like you know like a zeus type oh so i think that's kind of how they got away from it or they get away with it you know you know they could have done like another type of you know they need the warriors need to bring back the mascot Dominic. what's the mascot's name thunder bring back thunder you can't the Oklahoma City home the, 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 the Oklahoma City Thunder. Or re- rebrand him. He's lightning. But then the Tampa, Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay, that's not an NBA team. So point. I don't know. Uh I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. The, anyways, back real quick. They should have just named it another animal. They could have been like the Washington, you know. Red hogs, red hawks, red wolves, razorbacks, red pigs. Yeah. Red uh, Johnny is a big fan of the black unis, just like me. He thinks the unis are sick and he will be purchasing a black one as soon as they hit the market. So shout out. Um, please, please take a photo and tag us in it when you get it. Right now, Johnny changed his profile pic to a sick black Joe Mixon jersey. So maybe we will get one. If you were, if you were to get a Commanders, get a Commies uniform, Dominic, uh, which color would you go after and which player? What jersey player would you want? Black and probably. Is, is who's the, the quarterback again? Heineke? A Heineke? Is the quarterback and also now the oldest quarterback in the league, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ooh, I don't know who to get then. I feel like Haneke will probably have the better career. So I'll go with Haneke. I'll get a uh I'll guess Terry McLaurin. Terry McScorn. All right. Then moving on. A question pertaining to wrestling. Look at this. Johnny coming through with a wrestling question. Uh so honestly, I don't watch if any wrestling at all. Such is listening to your podcast. I'm starting to spawn an interest and have gone back to watch a few things on YouTube and kind of have a liking for Santana and Ortiz. Good choice. Good choice. Do big fan of it. Santana and Ortiz wish they were to do more in AEW. Right, Dominic? Sure. 
great analysis. So if somebody I knew was not into NFL football and they asked me, I can watch maybe once or twice a week. I want to get into it. What days, times, network should I watch? I would probably tell them, uh, you know, watch Sunday Night Football and NBC and Sunday and Monday nights on ABC and NBC. So my question for you guys, you is all capitalized. If I want to get into wrestling, what day, time and network is best to watch? Keep in mind, this is coming from someone who does not watch wrestling at all. So um, definitely do not watch Monday Night Raw. So, yeah, there is a whole cavalcade of wrestling Johnny that you can watch there's honestly too much wrestling that you can watch but as you if you obviously you listen to the podcast big fan big fan appreciate you uh you have well you honestly you haven't noticed that we used to always cover WWE and NXT we don't exactly do that anymore we just cover AEW so that would show that we like AEW much more than WWE so we if we were to say AEW which I think both of us would recommend as the superior product that would be Wednesday um, eight, yeah, eight o'clock, yes, or five o'clock, depending on what type of thing you have, and it is on TBS. So Wednesday, TBS, five, eight o'clock, whatever you want. They also have a secondary show, Rampage, which is ten seven o'clock on TNT. So TBS, TNT. If you actually watch, because I know you like watch hockey, you probably might be seeing some commercials for those. Um, so yeah, if you do want to watch WWE, which I see you do got, you got a little youngin and that's definitely more kids oriented. Um, pr- I'm honestly, I probably would say SmackDown watch SmackDown on Fox uh, at eight o'clock. It has Roman Reigns, who is the best wrestling person going right now, maybe in wrestling period, but definitely in WWE, uh, Brock Lesnar should be there. Ronda Rousey is definitely going to be there. So, you know, I don't know how much you know about MMA or like MMA, but Brock Lesnar, Ronda Rousey, they're doing the damn thing. They're back in wrestling. I could use complicated answers to watch some GCW and NJPW and, you know, all these other things that Dominic doesn't even watch. So, uh, yeah, so AEW on TNT and TBS Mondays or Wednesdays and Fridays. Hope you wrote that down because this, uh, it can be very confusing, especially for, AEW when they're plugging like seven different things at one time and then finally also uh, is there a regular season or off season for wrestling or is it 12 months out of the year please explain this to me and other non-wrestling fan listeners thank you no problem so a uh, short answer is no there's no off season for wrestling be. Be. yeah so short answer is no but long answer is there probably should be and there should be some sort of way because there is like burnout like there's a reason why shows and you know sports aren't 12 months out of the year because there'd be burnout and fatigue and all these other things. So, uh, yeah, Dominic, how would you, if you think about it? There is kind of a like an off season because they're usually like right after WrestleMania. Like some people tend to, you know, they'll go away for a little bit and then they come out. You know, they come back like a couple weeks to a month, two months later. You know. And that's what I was going to say. Like, there's kind of an ebb and flow. So, like, WWE right now with the Royal Rumble, we've just started off the road to WrestleMania, which is kind of the the peak time for WWE. But if you were just to go back like a month ago, usually kind of the end of the year, there's a low period. So, if you've watched long enough, and you kind of know there's ebbs and flows. So, you know, if you're trying to get into it, Johnny, you know, WWE, this would be kind of the, the perfect time to kind of get into it because they're bringing out the big stars and they're kind of going balls to the wall right now. AEW. Because it's a younger company, we still don't really get an ebb and flow. They do a good job of kind of producing solid television every single week. 
They have four pay-per-views a month compared to WWE, who has one pay-per-view every month. So that can get a little fatiguing. Um, but yeah, so no off-season, but there should be. Uh, there is, well, there used to be Lucha Underground, which is it? Dominic, you know that's on Netflix still, or has it been taken off? I honestly haven't seen it. So I, I, I don't know. I, what I mean, haven't seen it. I haven't like, seen it lately. So I don't know. I don't know if it's still there or not. So yeah, there, there used to be a show called Lucha Underground, and it was like the super artistic type uh dramatic show where it was like very over the top and kind of like throw it in your face that it was fake but it was like a legit television show where they it was in like seasons so there was an off season for that and there i think there's some other stuff that might be kind of like in seasons but and there's indie shows that run like you know once every couple months so there's your short answer and long answer johnny and that's it for the instagram portion dominic Okay, so now it's time for Mr. X's portion. Let's do one more quick little... Uh... What was that? That was very moist. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was Watching for. too much euphoria. <laughs> um, what? Why do you keep doing that? Are you my oh, you're, why are you biting your finger? Oh, because it's rough. Okay. Anyways, before, let's check one last uh, check at the Twitter just to make sure there's no last second, you know, DMs or anything. Let's see. No. But so, you know, I did put out on the Twitter machine that, uh, you know, you got to uh, hit us up recording, you know, might get like a shout out of or thank you note if, uh, you know, you, you win the contest, aka just me trying to get you know people to send us shit. And um, we have two replies. One is from Adam Driver. No, not the actor, Brandon. So not Kylo Ren. Damn. You watch uh, Book of Boba Fett? Yes, I did. Because because no spoilers, because it's become the book of Mandalorian or because you've been watching since the first episode. I've been watching since the first episode. Good job. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Um, This is at High Noonish 134. Um, He says, enjoy at Jake Eli, at Ashi E, and at Cayman. So it doesn't really have a question or anything. Just, just. Is it uh, related to the high noon drink? Uh, Should the audience's favorite alcoholic seltzer I, I, beverage? I, I honestly don't know. I looked into the profile and he's following 3,800 people and he has 641 followers. But does he follow curveballs and cherry shots? No, he does not. Well, fuck that guy. Okay. If you want to not be like that guy, follow us curveballs and CS. And then this beautiful looking thicker than a bullet oatmeal man named Brandon Tanguma replied to it with an actual question, which I appreciate. What uh, What's that person's handle? If they, uh, would, if they would like to follow him. If they want to follow Brandon Tanguma. His handle is at Brandon Tanguma underscore. Oh, B-R-A-N-D-O-N T-A-N-G-U-M-A underscore. Yes, correct. Yes, okay. yes, yes. yes. Just a just a lucky guess because I know, you know, there's different ways you can spell Brandon and Tanguma. Not a, I mean, very popular name. So I, it was just a shot in the dark. But luckily, I got that one right. You know, it sounded out phonetically. I'm starting to play. I've been doing Wordle. Played Wordle the last two days. Yesterday, utter garbage. Did terrible. This time, got on the third try. So look at me. Definitely zooming in on the profile picture. Beefy neck. Just saying. <laughs> I miss that quarantine bod. Uh, anyway, it's, uh, it's that COVID 20, if you know what I'm saying. If you know what I mean. Um, his question is Who's winning the gold medal in mixed doubles curling? 
well, you know, we really have the thumb on the pulse of mixed doubles curling here at Curveballs and Share Shots. And if I were to pick, I'm definitely going after Team USA. Team Canada, baby. All, well, yeah, fucking traitor, Dominic. I can't believe you would say that. But yes, Team USA going to win the gold in mixed doubles curling, which definitely is a competition in the Olympics. If anybody's going to anybody's gonna win it, team to, team to the north. Go Mexico. Mexico got this. Exactly. I was watching uh, the opening ceremonies a little bit before we started the podcast. Shout out Portugal. Portugal's got a couple people. How many people, how many uh, athletes do you think are with Portugal? Seven. Close. It was six. Ah. Shout out the uh, person from Samoa. Literally just one person. He was in full Samoan garb, shirtless, all oily. And he was the only person from Samoa. And he was also in the Summer Olympics. So shout out to that guy. How is he the only? He's only doing one event? Yep, he was the only athlete who qualified from Samoa. Wow, good for you. And he was half naked in 20-degree weather. Nice. Anyways, can we get the Mr. X now? Eh, yeah, I guess, you know, save for the main event. He said, how the hell are you? I'm doing just fine. I know I mean, you're, he's, he's probably doing okay at this point. He's on cloud nine, probably shit. You know, it's the, it's the week in between. So right now the nerves haven't set in. It's all just excitement so, at this point. Are you ready? Here we go. I honestly don't know what else to say about this. This whole season has been surreal. I was happy with the first playoff win in 31 years, but to see the Bengals make it to the Super Bowl for the first time since I was five parentheses, Super Bowl 23 parentheses has parentheses, been a crazy ride. Dominic and I weren't alive yet. Yes, exactly. The Cincinnati. And the greater Cincinnati area haven't had a lot of celebrate as far as championships go for pro teams just over three decades now. I'm going to try to enjoy this next week, then become a bundle of nerves, anxiety on Super Bowl Sunday. Who day, baby? P.S. Who I hope, I hope uh, what's his name? Uz- Uzma can yes, get healthy Uzman. enough. Uzman can get healthy enough to. In or, time. I'm sorry, Uzama. Whatever. I was getting confused with the, with the UFC guy. Sorry. He wants to get, he hopes he gets healthy for the game. So, Mr. X, congratulations on your Bengals making it to the Bulls of Superness. And um, selfishly, as Raiders fans, if we obviously, you know, we have a connection to the Bengals. So, I think we both want them to win. But if the Bengals were to win the Super Bowl, they would, the Raiders and their probable run would also be immortalized because the Bengals beat the Raiders. So, there you go, Dominic, trying to be selfish here. Well, you know, but then, we and just, you know, if you want, if you want to lose, you want to lose to the best team. Exactly. Right. Yep. There we go. Yep. 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 To add to this, you can check out local pro wrestler Lloyd crew shotgun, a can of skyline chili after the Bengals defeated the chiefs on Twitter. It filled me with joy watching it. Brandon roll the tape. I got to roll the tape. I don't even hold on. Roll, roll it. Just my, roll my it. booty. My booty cheeks are hurting. So I had to stand up and so I'm standing up and doing the podcast. So uh, what is the name? Uh, Lloyd crew. So it's, you know, oh, sorry, Lord, Lord, sorry. Can't not like Miss Lloyd. Shut up, Miss Lloyd. It's L O R D. Okay. Crew C R E W E C R E W E. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Got it. Shotgun, a can of skyline chili, which Mr. X was still waiting for the chili. Don't, you know, just, you you, you just, you know, ask for the PO. And I mean, he's wearing a Jamar Chase jersey, taking it off. He's super shredded and all tatted up. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what he's stabbing. Is that his keys? Yeah, he's stabbing his keys into the cup. 
and then he's ripping it open and he's I don't even know how you shotgun a thing of chili. He's just like sucking it down through a hole, I guess, and he's going for it. He's got a little chili in his beard. Is it like already? Is it like heated up chilies or like no? It's just straight out the can. Oh, it's just straight out the can. Here you go. I'll send it to you, and you get a uh, live reaction to this this man shotgunning some fucking chili. Sure. I'm waiting, waiting for these. Okay, here it is. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see. Yes. Yeah, he's really happy. I see he has the can. Hat off, jersey off. He's not shredded. He has. He's not like you know. Dominic, you're in. No, you're in no way, shape, or form That's fat true. shaming this guy right now, are you? And he fucking. Okay, he dumped. He dumped a lot of it out. Come on. I mean, it's it's a thing of chili. It's not exactly carbonated chili. So how are you supposed to shotgun it? But. I mean, I'm digging the beard. I'm jealous. Okay. That happened. That did happen. That did happen. Once again, Mr. X still waiting for the Skyline Chili plug, but okay. Uh, and moving on. So the Washington Commanders. The Cummies. I can dig it. It's okay. a more important name. I'm sorry. More appropriate. I don't know how I got a fucking I and an A mixed up. It's a more appropriate name, especially given the city in which they play. What do you think? Their new mascot will be also. Have you seen the meme out now of Cobra Commander in a Washington colors? I have not seen that meme yet, but I'm sure Brandon's gonna give me shit for that. Um, you know, their mascot, a commander. Hmm. What exactly is a commander? Is that just like a is that a army rank? Right? No, it's a it's a police thing too, or uh, you know. Commander in chief, the president. Maybe maybe they have like a, you know, different president for each game or something. You know, just bring out the the DC presidents and just have them just run around the stadium. Yeah, exactly. Right. A commander is a person in authority, especially over a body of troops or military operations. That doesn't exactly define it, but so it's just like a military person. Well, I mean, if you think president is the commander in chief, right? Oh, look at you, Dominic. You paid so attention I, to Mr. Beale's class. So, I'm favorite teacher. Um, take that back. Well, Miss Santian, favorite teacher. <clears throat> hope she doesn't listen to this thing. Um, maybe you hope she did. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> no, studio uh, podcast. Yeah, studio. Yeah, she, she did. Heard of the <laughs> studio audience shutting it down. What's wrong? What? <laughs> Do you know who we're talking about? What did you hear? What I might I can't repeat myself. Show the video of the guy shotgun chili. You want to see you guys shotgun chili? She wants to see the video. So if you guys have not done so, look up Lord Crew kills and uh, look at this man it's the, it's sh- a- shotgun a can of chili. Of Skyline Chili. Of Skyline Chili. I'm just going to keep saying it so Mr. X sends us some Skyline Chili. I want to try it. Which is it, a I mean, Cincinnati It must staple. be fucking delicious if he's shotgunning a cold can. That's gross. It's a Cincinnati thing. Yeah. Uh. Does it remind you of when I poop my pants? Okay. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> it does. <laughs> 
Woo! We're talking about Miss Santion. What the fuck? Why? Yeah, why did I say Miss Santion? Oh, because he said I pay attention to Mr. Beale's class. And I said favorite teacher. And I said, eh, never mind. And then he was like, Miss Santion. I was like, mm. and I said, I'll hope she doesn't listen to this. He's like, well, maybe you do. And I'm like, hmm. I mean, we all know it's Mr. G. Shout out. I don't like, I mean, I liked him. He's not my favorite. I really like Mr. Mr. Beal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those eyebrows. Yeah. Fly away. Oof. And Dick gets hard for some eyebrows, Dominic. <laughs> Maybe. Um, who uh so what's their mascot gonna be? It's Mr. Beal. Shut the fuck up. Um, what's their mascot? It's just gonna be an updated version of the Patriots. But then that's not really a fucking original. It's updated. It's 200 years newer. The I think I I, I mean they I don't, don't need a they don't need a mascot. I mean the Raiders don't have a mascot. The Cowboys don't have a mascot. The Raiders need a mascot. The Cowboys are their own fucking joke of a mascot, so it's fine. Actually, no, they do have a mascot. They have the fucking they have the cowboy. And the Raiders have the flame. The plastic flame. Exactly. Anyways, let's move on. Would you bet money on the MLB season starting as planned, or could no. we have another shortened season, if any at all? Yes. I would bet money that it's a shortened season, if there is even one. Yeah, I'll say there's a season. I'm not going to go full, like, you know, 80s, where they play, like, half a season. But if we go 162, maybe you know, 148, 130, maybe something like that. I I agree. I concur. Anyways, now moving on to Brandon's favorite segment, Mr. X's NHL update. Dun, 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 dun. I, hold on. Hold on. Oh, 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 yeah. It's all-star weekend, baby. Oh, uh, do you, did you hack this email? Do you know what he's, that's what he was? No, big NHL guy now. Big NHL guy. On the ice, heading into all-star weekend for the NHL. Florida and Carolina still rule their divisions in the East and the West. Colorado and Vegas still hold strong with my ducks quack quack slipping back in place in the Pacific. If you're interested, you can check out the skills competition, which I've always enjoyed watching tonight, 730 Eastern on ESPN. While the actual All-Star game itself takes place tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern on ABC and ESPN Plus. I did see making the rounds on Twitter. Uh, someone, I believe he might be on Mr. X's uh ducks made a fucking wicked quack quack. quack quack motherfucker some wicked uh blindfold around the world fucking trick shot so quack quack, quack anyway quack. <laughs> i just love the fact that oh i we always say quack quack i love quack quack say it one more time quack quack motherfucker e anyways that's it for sports going to wrestling is it me or is WWE at the point now where it doesn't matter what they do? Stories of last-minute card changes, low morale backstage, mass releases, gimmick changes for wrestlers, low ratings, etc. People will still watch and buy merchandise. With new reports that WWE made over $1 billion, that's a B billion, billion dollars last year, it seems that like they just care about the money at this point rather than putting on great shows, and we're still suckers for it. Uh, yeah. You could not have fucking typed out a better message. It is 100% true. They don't give a fuck about the fans. They just want to make their money and go home. 
which, I mean, they are a fucking public company. I mean, I mean, you can't really blame them for that, but, you know, it would be nice for them to still put on, like, a decent show. Yeah, I mean, we've seen Nick Khan over however long, the year, year and a half that he's been with the company. Um, he's made a bunch of moves where, you know, maximizing profit. And he's not exactly a wrestling guy. He's a business guy. And he is maximizing WWE's business ventures and doing all those things, which is good for the company right now. But five, ten, two years from now, not exactly going to work out. And I think just on the production side, WWE has just scared, not scared off, but just, you know, run away so many fans that they are just gone to like the chorus of core WWE. WWE fans and those people will, will always be there and they're always going to pay like the top dollar usually no matter however much they upcharge people for it so yeah and I mean we've kind of already seen like honestly like us like we are pretty big wrestling fans and honestly we don't really like I'll still watch the product but I'm not clamoring to go to a show or buy merchandise or anything like that just because the product isn't any good yeah I can't agree more with it buddy even though you know, you know, if Stone Cold came back, you you would watch more, right? Well, I mean, let's be honest. If I wasn't doing the other podcast, I I don't know how much WWE would be watching right now. Wow, damn. All right, moving on. How do we feel about Hangman Page's title run so far? I don't feel like it has an impact, no pun intended, like it should. We've waited for this for the last couple of years now. And other than this feud with Danielson, it's coming off a little underwhelming for me anyways. I think that's been the consensus, right? I mean, you know, he finally yeah. wins it and just kind of just, it's a whimper of a showing so far. It has kind of been a, a bit of a disappointment. Uh, the Danielson match was really good. Enjoyed that. But besides that, we haven't really seen him kind of evolve and kind of take that next step. We've heard that maybe the anxious millennial cowboy isn't just a gimmick. It kind of is who he is. He's not. And also he just had a kid. So priorities change his demeanor changes. And I've heard that like, he doesn't have like maybe the self-confidence that a top lead babyface world champion maybe should have. Um, I still believe in him in a talent, but I, it's maybe a little too soon yet to like completely jump ship, but um, it is not exactly panned down. He hasn't really been able to like sink his teeth into anything because the Danielson thing was, you know, fighting uphill between one of the most popular wrestlers in the past 10 years. This Lance Archer thing is just like a kind of a one-off weird gimmick. Now, if MJF is the next competitor and they can have like a solid like month, two month feud leading into the revolution, then I think that's where we can really give Hangman a definitive grade. But I mean, but if you want to say give him a grade, you want him to lose that match. Not exactly. I'm sorry, I muted myself. What do you mean? You said that you think MJF is the next champion. I say that, but that doesn't mean he has to be the champion. I'm just looking around and it's like, oh, you know, there's MJF. And if you want to take it off of him by heel and maybe they see that hangman isn't exactly working and if there is like a swell of they they rally behind hangman maybe they keep him champion but if he's not exactly doing what he should 
maybe you take it off him and have MGF be the champ and have a baby face Adam Cole or have a heel Adam Cole continue on. He can face Hangman and do something. I don't know. The okay. thing is, is AEW and Tony Khan have shown they have a long-term plan for all these things. We haven't thus far, at least to our knowledge, have known them to really veer off course, which, especially with the Cody thing, I think is one of the downfalls or detriments of AEW. All right. Last, certainly not least, after this horrible situation with buying after this horrible situation with Brian Kendrick, should someone do a backlog of shoot interviews and social media posts on every wrestler now to see what kind of crazy things they believe? It seems like every week for the past couple of years now, people have been looked up and keep letting us down. No, you're not going to comment on anything? I mean, I don't know what to say. The man's out here being a Holocaust denier and being an anti-Semite. So yeah, you can't really not not exactly too much to go after there or too like you after. said, like aliens kidnapped fucking me and put a probe in my ass. It was you know that was a studio audience. <laughs> um every time you say that, she fucking mutes it. Nothing bad, just go back to your show. Talking about you fingering Dominic's asshole. Consensually. Just to laugh, it? you know you want to. Or was it not consensually? Why, why can't it be both? Maybe that's just maybe that's what you're into. You're into, your you're, you're into consensual. You're into consensual non-consensual stuff. What? What? Anyway. Brian, Brian Kendrick, piece of shit. Move on. My thing is the question I have is if he just stayed in WWE, would we ever figure the shit out? I don't know. And that's also the other thing. It's like we the, these shoot interviews are however 10, 15, 20 years old, and we're just now hearing about them the day he's gonna show up on AEW when he was part of the Cruiserweight Classic and all these other you know, WWE before then. So yeah, it is kind of weird that these things just happen to come up at the exact right time. But also people have said that like this is a thing that he talks about. He's a big conspiracy theory guy. And if you don't exactly want to be stuck on a plane with him because he will talk your ear off. Damn, hate to see it because I actually did like him when he was with Paul London. I mean, I really enjoyed him in the Cruiserweight Classic. Now hey. we can't. Uh, now we can't talk about him. Canceled. Canceled. Just like Nia, Jan- Nia Jax is canceled now because she's an anti-vaxxer. Damn, hate to see it. Hate to see it. Anyways, wouldn't be like Mister X, Mister Johnny, Mister Ty Gundy sometimes. No curveballs and chair sluts. Oh, yeah, sorry. Curveball. Yeah, found out everybody. It was Ty Gundy, 27, hurting my feelings, breaking my heart. But it's okay. We've got over it. We're best friends again. Maybe he'll be on the podcast next week. Maybe, maybe, maybe. No, book it. Book it. Tyler on the podcast. It will be a special Saturday episode next week. We don't know when, but Saturday next week, Super Bowl preview. Ty Gundy's going to be on the podcast. Or we just get to your house even earlier on Sunday and just do it in Sunday. And then yeah, but then, but then it's Sunday. Audience, but, it, but it's but it's our, Sunday. Our number one fan is Haley can be on it. But it's Sunday. I mean, we could do like a special, like you know, pre Super Bowl, non Super Bowl podcast with everybody. And we just talk about Top Golf and how much you're dog shit. Or we do a yeah, or we can do a Super Bowl post show and talk about Top Golf and how you're dog shit. Yeah, you know, 
and, and, you, know, and you can get drunk out of your fucking mind because it's at your own house. Exactly. We all have to drive home. Exactly. You have a long way to drive. Home I mean, yeah, I got to go fucking miles. You can get shit faced. The studio only gets mad at you. You can just walk them. Yeah, I mean, that's that's very true. But you wouldn't do that. You would piss off the studio audience. No, let's do what I did last time. Get buzzing and then order Coldstone. Exactly. Thank you, Dominic. Great Coldstone, by the way. Showed up very quickly for how far Coldstone is away from here. Somebody didn't want. Oh, we can usually just go pick it up. And then it's at the door. You're like. Nothing. Just fucking stuff in your fat fucking mouth of it. Uh, Who is the person who ordered the largest one? And I mean, was done. Boy, it's fucking delicious. And, yeah, and was done before me and the studio audience were halfway done with ours. Bro, was, I fucking scarfed up so fucking yummy. Just like you are, you're yummy. And anyway. the studio audience? I'm talking to you, Daddy. Oh, pronouns, Bell. Sorry, Daddy. Oh yeah. Anyways, wanna be like Mr. X, Mr. Johnny, Mr. Ty Gundy, Mr. Ugh, fucking. I'm not gonna tag him because I don't think I think it's a bot. You know, I will I will say Mr. Adam Driver, you know, curveball and cs at gmail.com, Twitter, curveballs and chair shots, Facebook, curveballs and chair shots, Instagram, curveballs and chair shots, uh, curveballs and chair shots taking over the world, maybe. Oh, 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 you know, Brandon, we I don't know if uh, I think I messaged you about it that um last Sunday. We had a, uh, we came in second place. You know what I'm talking about? No clue. What the fuck is it? Oh, I forgot. It deletes because it's a story. Well. Oh, well, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. What I'm trying to get at is the boys over at A to the K wrestling show. It's a United Kingdom show. Across the pond, mate. Across the pond, eh? I guess A is Canadian. Great. They hate us now. God damn it. Um, Good job, Dominic. They, uh, you know, we came in second place on on our predictions and uh, Royal Rumble predictions, which was a joint venture. Definitely just me and Dominic, not me. Well, I am half this podcast, right? Exactly. So that's why it was a joint venture. It was both you and me. All exactly. Predictions. Exactly. Came in second place, and uh, you know, just uh, you know, the boys over there. Thank you for shouting us out, and you know, you know, just saying thank you. And, you know, do mm-hmm. you, I don't even think. Do you think they even listen? Check, 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 uh, check the stats. Do people in the United, uh, United Kingdom listen to us? Yeah, we're huge in in the UK. Where at? In the UK. E. Okay, but yeah. Oh, hold on, I, now I need to sit my fat ass down, move the Why microphone. Are you standing up? Just you constantly sit down all day, every day. Well, you know, actually, I don't. You know, I lay down because I'm a little slut. But <laughs> I, my booty cheeks were hurting, so I was standing up during the Mister X's questions. Who, uh, who's clapping those cheeks? If it's not me. Oh wait, I forgot the hawk. Yeah, the hawk is is uh, clapping just, those cheeks. You can just just it can just fly anywhere in the world just to clap cheeks yeah i haven't shit right for a week <laughs> oh man anyways uh speaking of our great predictions with our royal rumble royal rumble was this saturday dominic uh your thoughts on the royal 
the rumble that is royal everything was all right up pretty much up until mm, i would say miz and maurice but you know what scratch it everything's pretty good up until the men's royal rumble the men's royal rumble was utter shit disappointment after disappointment everybody knew since brock lost brock was gonna win and well including me who threw down a bet on wrestling yes i made a bet on wrestling but i won so don't make fun of me and you know it was just when brock won people weren't really happy and it wasn't because they didn't want brock to win but it was just so fucking like easy yeah it was like a weirdly booked rumble where there was no hype going into it in terms of people who you thought would win so that meant that as soon as brock lost you kind of knew it was going to happen and then even like at the end you had what brock lesnar bad bunny riddle shane mcmahon which we'll talk about and drew so yeah and you have brock who's a face at the moment but he can always go back and forth maybe been a little bit more heelish up until this point with the lashley run he eliminates pretty much all the you know top baby faces you have in the match and so obviously, and he also eliminated the hometown boy, Randy Orton. So that's going to, you know, get big booze from the St. Louis crowd. So, yeah, I mean, overall, just, I was, I was down on the show overall more than Dominic was, but the men's rumble definitely kind of left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths. Uh, it was just not, it was just there. I mean, like the last five, well, you know, last 10 competitors, I guess was like, okay, but it was just so boring. There was no you know, surprise or anything, which doesn't mean, you know, you don't need to have a shit ton of surprises to have a good rumble. Like even in 2019, yeah, where you had Brock enter at one, you told so many little stories up until that point where Drew eliminated him that it was probably one of the better rumbles we've had in recent memory because there were so many little stories. And this one had like nothing, which was just, and when you have a rumble, that's an almost an hour long. It's just, it's really boring. Just well, sitting there I mean, looking at a bunch of mid carters, just slap each other around the corner. Yeah, but when you let go of Keith Lee, Karrion Cross, um, you know, not that you let go. Lindsay Dorado. Oh, yeah, totally. But when, and then you let people like Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish kind of slip from your fingers, you know, it's, 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 you know, hard to have a Royal Rumble where you're kind of like, oh, cool, he's in there. Oh, he, who's in there? Because I'm just saying, if, Cole, Keith, Carrion, I'm going to say Bobby Fish just to be nice, and Kyle O'Reilly were all in that Royal Rumble, you would be not super excited, but, you know, having, I mean, shit, even just Cole, Lee, and Carrion Cross, you'd be like, maybe one of these three guys can win. But I feel like the whole match, it was kind of just like, meh, whatever. And it was also interesting. There was no NXT people whatsoever in any of the matches, Probably because they are very green. They probably didn't trust them or expect them to work a rumble. That's very complicated to, to work. And, you know, NXT is exactly setting the world on fire at the moment. So, yeah, the I mean, we talked about it going into the match, into the show, that their depth is going to be very much tested. And it showed, especially in the, I mean, the women's one, especially just because they leaned so heavily on the the past stars, which made it better just because there was, it was a lot of fun seeing, especially, you know, shout out Melina coming in number two, her and oh, Sasha, yeah. her and Sasha just setting, you know, um, the, the WrestleMania fire 
might have happened because of the pyro, but no, it happened because of what Molina and Sasha Banks were doing in the first two minutes of that match, right, Dominic? I mean, you grab that pillow pretty fucking quick, so. As to you. I have to agree with that. Uh, So maybe one of the reasons why the Rumble men's Rumble match was such a shit show is because Shane McMahon was kind of in charge booking it and producing it. And there has been a lot of drama, a lot of news and notes coming out of the show, out of the Rumble, where Shane was just a dick and being super hard to work with, pulling the McMahon card. And Vince said, uh, yeah, Shane, uh, go fuck yourself. You're gone. So Shane McMahon is out of WWE. Seems as though he was supposed to be in the chamber. He was also supposed to be at WrestleMania. Dominic, thoughts on Shane getting booted from the company? I mean, I don't blame him. I think if the, if if everything that we're hearing is true and he kind of just whipped out his dick and said, look, you know who I am. You know who my daddy is. I, I you know, I'm going to veto all this shit. You know, I'm happy that Vince actually put his foot down saying, you know, fuck your shit. But with that being said. You know, why? Like, why all of a sudden was Vince, uh, Shane being so. So, so dickish. You know, like what happened that made him want to fucking start flexing around and shit. So I've heard this know. has been kind of bubbling for a while, and this just kind of was the last straw. Maybe, maybe Shane's to blame for a lot of fucking stupid shit. Maybe. Well, even going back to like 20 years ago when Shane was kind of a part of the creative process, everyone kind of laughed at him and like saw that he did not have a good creative mind for wrestling and so 20 years later add some ego add probably some him being desperate it's not a good combination and a rumble match which has 30 people everybody needs to know who they're eliminating who's eliminating them and times and yet it's like so many different moving parts and also you got bad bunny in the mix where people apparently didn't because everything was changing they didn't want to piss off bad bunny because they knew how big of a deal it is to get him that they don't want to lose him and yeah not the uh, not a good look, old Shane O'Mac. I see well, he going to, he going to AEW. Hell fucking no. Which people from WWE have warned people in AEW. Uh, you don't you you might not know what you're getting in for, and you probably don't want to. So be a hell of a moment, but I don't know if, if he was whipping his dick out in WWE that he's a McMahon. I think he would do it twice as much in AEW. I mean, which is I, not going to go over well. I could see him going there just to get the pop. You know, get the pop of holy shit, Shane's here, and you know, and then he wrestles Paul White because that's the only person he trusts. Yep, exactly. Uh, then let's go over where Paul White is. He's in AEW. Let's talk about AEW Dynamite. It takes place on Wednesday. TBS, eight o'clock Eastern, five o'clock. I don't know Pacific. I don't know. Uh, so John Moxley was supposed to take on Brian Kendrick, but because Brian's Kendrick is an anti-Semite conspiracy theorist and Holocaust denier. He got replaced by Wheeler Yuta. Uh, Mox gets the win. Yuta was accompanied by Orange Cassidy and Danhausen. See a little bit of Danhausen doing some shenanigans, uh, not too, too much, but uh, Moxley at the end of the day gets the win. Uh, Dominic, thoughts on the match and the last minute replacement? I thought it was a pretty good replacement being, like you said, it was last minute. Um, What happened after, though, I want your thoughts on that. At first, I just want to ask uh, thoughts on Dan Housen. Yes, last minute, so you can't put too, too much into it, but, you know, just putting him with Orange Cassidy, one of the other comedy weird figures. 
you think that's kind of the right move? I mean, I would assume he's going to wrestle, but just kind of your first initial thoughts of what he did here. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I, I want to see him wrestle. I want to see the pop he gets in the ring before I make my decision. I'm not too like high on it right now. Then we had Brian Danielson come out, cuts a promo, uh, trying to entice box telling that, you know, they're the real manly men. They're wrestlers, wrestlers, not this stupid shit with comedy wrestlers like Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy. And they should team up and they should like take a youngling under their wing like Daniel Garcia, lead them to the top. Maybe they go for the TNT title or the world title or the tag titles. So Brian trying to uh, entice Mox. Moxley not exactly selling it, not leaning one way or another. But I would assume this means he's going to turn. He's going to deny Brian's uh, offer. So, well, I like the promo. I like the stuff. But the thing, one of the things is, Brian is a heel. He's burying the comedy figures in trying to talk about you know real menly men, real wrestling, wrestling. And I think that's what AEW fans really want. They want a more serious oriented wrestling and like comedy wrestling is fine. Like I like Dan Housen, like Cat Orange Cassidy, but AEW has kind of gone a little bit too much in the comedy direction for my liking. So having Moxley and Danielson just, you know, fucking everybody up, that'd be hilarious and great, but that, that's not exactly, I think they're going more for the heelish tactics than a face tactic. So once again, AEW, not exactly, I think on the right trend in terms of face and heel receptions for the wrestlers. Yeah, well, that's something that they still need to work on. But, I mean, I'm I'm kind of curious to see where they go with it. I don't know, you know, to have him and Moxley together, I don't think it's a good pairing. I think you need to keep them separate. But, you know, let's wait and see what happens. I mean, yeah, I would love them to be a tag team, but I think it is going to be Moxley de- denying Brian. Then... We had Brandy Rhodes in the middle of the ring, cuts a promo, uh, healing up in Chicago, calling Cleveland. And then Dan Lambert comes out and they just go back and forth, throwing barbs, throwing insults. One, neither one of them are likable whatsoever, but the crowd is heavily behind Dan Lambert, shitting everything uh, Brandy is talking about. And then after all that, Paige Van Sant shows up. And she starts beating down on Brandy and the entire women's locker room comes out to separate them. So Paige looking like they're going to have a match with Brandy. And this is where I just kind of, you know, look the other way. Cause I'll be honest, Paige Van Zandt's not a top tier talent. Brandy, definitely not top tier talent. So it's just going to be a, uh, wonderful match this segment was just an absolute debacle a dumpster fire brandy was terrible dan lambert was hilarious but i just don't know what they were going for having lambert and brandy go back and forth on each other in chicago and then page comes out and you know how big of a fan of page i am and this isn't even you know boink brandon talking like legitimately i thought she was doing a good job you know, getting heat and, you know, be healing it up with the inner circle and you come, she comes back and you waste her on Brandy Rhodes. Like, 
I think you can you can do so much more with Paige than have her face Brandy Rhodes. Like not even saying Britt Baker for the title. You can have her face Thunder Rosa or Ruby Soho or Jade or pretty much anybody else on the women's roster besides Brandy, and they give it to Brandy. Like That's because it's Brandy. Exactly. It's you know, she's the head bitch in charge. She has to get what she wants. So, I mean, kind of, you know, kind of compared to Stephanie McMahon a little bit, you know, kind of gets put in the spotlight when she wants to wrestle. So, you know. But I mean, I would even say like Stephanie from a performance standpoint is better. I mean, she gets kind of the same go away heat that Brandy does, but I don't know. It's it's Brandy. It's just it's it's another asterisk on Cody. Like I would you would assume this is like Cody's doing. Not ex- I mean, not exactly like he's the reason why Brandy's in the spot, but it definitely doesn't hurt. Yeah, well, once again, I'll say it, I say it every week. You're either a wrestler or a producer. Don't fucking do both. Once you do both, you start shitting on the product and they're shitting on the product. House of Black, Malachi Black and Brody King take on Pac and Penta. And the House of Black gets the win after Malachi sprays Penta with the mist. Um, you know, good little match. Only went like 10 minutes. Uh, you know, Pack and Penta kind of being a makeshift tag team while Phoenix kind of recovers from his arm. Um, it was a distraction finish, but I thought it was more of like a logical distraction finish because it wasn't like, you know, 10, 15 seconds of the referee uh, with this, uh, you know, back turned to the action. So, you know, it was, it was good. It wasn't meant to be, you know, the show stealing type match, but the the I mean, blind the blindfold stuff with Pack, I did not get over. I think as much as they wanted it to. Yeah, I I I didn't understand that for a quick minute, and then um, you know, but I will say House of Black, definitely a team, maybe future, you know, uh, fraction fraction faction. Sorry, faction to be scared of. Do you see them being like a top tier uh, tag team contender? I feel like you're going to see you're, they're going to be top tier for maybe the next two, three years. And then it'll, it'll wear out two, three years. I thought you're going to say like two, three months. No, I, I, I think, mean, I think you want Malachi, Malachi definitely. And even Brody doing single stuff. Yeah. And they'll, they will, but that, that's where I said, maybe year two, and then they'll start kind of fading away. I mean, that's kind of what usually these kind of things happen is they go for a couple of years and then they just break up, split up. Somebody, you know, gets a bigger contract somewhere else, stuff like that. We get uh, Nyla Rose defeating Ruby Soho in a uh, just straight up singles match. Nyla Rose pins Ruby clean. Uh, you know, it's what you'd expect from these two. Some good, some bad. Rose gets the win, so possibly setting her up for Jade or Britt. You can um, go either way on this one, I guess, on what Rose is going to do next if she's getting moved up into a title pitcher. I mean, I feel like Ruby just went to AW just to be fucking, you know, walked all over again, if you think about it. She had, like, what, like two wins in her WWE career, and she probably has, like, one now, maybe two. I don't know. Now she had the she had a few wins in the uh, in the T- TBS tournament. I'm pretty sure she's won on Dark and Elevation, all those different things. She's been, I think she's been tagging with uh, Thunder Rosa a little bit. Yeah, well, it's just sad that you know she could have been 
you know, utilized a lot better than she is right now. So Tony Schiavone standing middle of the ring interviews, hangman page page talks about his title reign and how he wants to be doing more. Yada, yada, yada. Dan Lambert comes back out and he's definitely more of a heel in this situation. Jake, the snake is also there. Lance Archer comes out. We run an angle where both, you know, hangman and Archer get one up on each other, but ultimately Archer puts hangman through a table uh, you know, yells into the microphone a little bit, and we will be getting a Texas death match between these two next week for the AEW title. Whoa, another death match! Great, fucking. They just, you know, for saying that WWE does a lot of the same shit, they sure do a lot of the same shit. They love their death matches. Um, as I mean, as we kind of talked about earlier with uh, Mr. X's question, I, I think this should just be kind of a one-off. Have Paige beat Archer. Don't go back to it. Um, I am, you know, kind of high on Archer, but I think at this point, Hangman needs some bigger fish to fry. How big? Maybe like the world's strongest man? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe maybe the person who won this next match in the main event, a 40-minute main event in Chicago, MJF takes on CM Punk and MJF gets the win uh first we had a false finish with the choke out with the tape then referee says "Ah, ah," restarts the thing and just magically cm punk gains superpowers back and fires up after being choked out 20 seconds ago but uh, they go back and forth and wardlow comes out thinking he was going to finally turn on mjf uh but that did not happen Steps away, MJF clocks Punk with the ring, gets the pin one, two, three, and cleverly, which I did very much enjoy. They did not show this on the live feed, but they go back. Wardlow tosses MJF the ring, and MJF clocks Punk with the ring to get the win. So in Chicago, MJF gives CM Punk his first loss in AEW. CM Punk giving back to the business is amazing. Because everybody would have thought CM Punk would have beat him, but no. He said, fuck you. I'm going to lose. I thought it was good. Uh, I would be okay with MGF going for the title. You know, is this, is this a uh, question? Is, is this the end of the feud? Um, I would say this is their last match. Maybe we get a little bit of more talking uh, between the two, but I think like MJF's character is going to be like, look, I beat you. I won. I'm done with you. I'm going on to bigger and better things. I'm going to go off to be the champion. So uh, fuck you, punk. I'm gone. Okay. I mean, I think it's going to continue on, but, you know, it's going to be. So you think they're going to have another match? I, I, I think it's going to be like CM Punk. Is It's not It's going to, it's not going to sit well that he, that he lost that way. So Punk's just going to keep interfering or keep doing whatever he's doing and you know till he gets that next match the match itself i really enjoyed maybe a little bit long you know going like 40 minutes is a is very much ambitious but i think they pulled it off quite well didn't like the the tape false finish i thought you know maybe do something more obvious with like a chain or something like just a string of athletic tape choking out cm punk i mean come on that takes more to choke him out yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, ask AJ, she would know. I think you would, yeah. I didn't like that, but I think once you get past that, I thought the match was really good. And just CM Punk in general, it, I think this was kind of like his coming out party that CM Punk is back. Like those first few matches he had, 
seemingly he looked a little rusty, maybe a little hesitant, not too sure of himself, but this kind of looked like the old CM Punk of, you know, the 434 title reign type stuff. So hopefully he gets me, gets back into the group, continues this and can have some more uh, stellar matches at MJF. Very underrated, I think, in the in the rank. Everybody talks about his mic work, and he's one of the best heels in the business. But he is a, you know, solid. Above, I'm trying not to be given like a backhanded compliment. He's a he's a really good wrestler. I don't think people like give him that type of credit that he deserves. I mean, now I'm not saying he's Ric Flair in '84. Oh yeah, no, I'm not saying that either. But Trust- I think you know if he, you put him in there with like a competent wrestler and they have a good story behind it. Yeah. They're going to have a really good match. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's the only good thing to say about CM Punk. I mean, is that you still can count on him in those situations. Like, you know, him and Daniel can fucking tear the house fucking down, you know, him and Kenny can tear the fucking house down, you know, but the only thing that gets me a little worried though, is AEW is kind of, I'm not going to say filled with with good, competent wrestlers. Uh, I'm just going to say there there are some few that I feel could really shit on a good punk match. And that that's what gets me afraid. But, shit on a good punk match. What the hell does that even mean? Like, people are going, oh, they would have a good match together. And then they, they go, okay, fine, fuck it. And then they don't. Because... You know, Punk can only do so much now in his old age because he's an old man now, right? Yeah, I mean, he's not, he's going to be the maybe the leader in terms of calling the match, but he's not going to be the athletic leader that he was 15 years ago. So, and, and AEW is pretty much a younger promotion if you take away <clears throat> uh, Jericho, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Kenny Omega. You know, they're top tier talent, but besides that, they're pretty much a young, t- uh, a young roster. But uh, yeah, oh, nice. The uh, cats are killing each other. So uh, I think that's a good place to uh, end. Yep. So uh, exactly. thank you all very much for tuning in. Seem- it seemed like a long episode, but um, we got a lot of stuff done. Talked about a lot of NFL. Talked to Subo preview a little bit. Big Subo preview coming next week with Tag Twenty Seven confirmed. Yeah. He hasn't he hasn't confirmed, but we have confirmed that, that he's going gonna to be there. He's he's there. gonna be on this goddamn podcast next week, unless he's working. But he's not gonna be working because he's gonna be working. And you know, I've heard little birdie told me that Dominic might be getting a new hot coworker. I mean, maybe. I mean, I heard the little hot coworker has to put his notice in, which you know talking to my manager because i was getting his point of view on it I, you know oh actually i didn't ask him for it he asked me when if he was going to put his notice in and i was like oh you know he said he might maybe a week or two weeks and you know he he respects that he says but also he was like what company does he work for and you know i wanted to say the cartel so fucking bad but uh you know i said uh you know the I said the name of the company. Don't know if we're allowed to say it or not. Don't want to get copyrighted or the firm. The firm. I said the firm, and he 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 did the uh, masturbation. Uh, kind of said like, dude. He said, dime a dozen. They don't give a shit about him. Fucking that that type of company. You're just a spoke on the wheel. When one breaks, still got a hundred others to go. So you know, but he was like, but also I understand that and respect that. So whatever he wants to do, 
that's why I was like, okay, cool. But you know, yeah. you can't ask me because I don't. I've only had one job my entire life, and I just I get fired even though I'm not fired. You, you, it's, com- you, it's complicated. You should, type up a, you should type up a resignation a res- resignation letter and submit it to your boss and say I can't or, work like this or a resignation letter, whatever, and just say I can't work like this. You guys aren't, you know, you can't. You're not paying me. You're not fucking making me work. Can't work like that. And mm-hmm. I need health insurance. So I mean, they're not giving me health insurance anyways. I know, but you need money to pay for your health insurance. Exactly. Exactly. But then I'm gonna go to unemployment and. Warden Street is I can just get a shit ton of money and then just pay Uncle Sam later. Mm. Allegedly. Who told you that? I don't know. Exactly. My sources. You got some shitty ass sources then. Damn. Damn. Turns out it's like your mom and I feel I feel bad now. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Hope not. I don't want to offend her. Maybe it's somebody on this podcast. Me? Maybe it's someone not on this podcast. I don't know. Oreo, would you tell him? Is Oreo your financial advisor? I cannot confirm nor deny that. Okay. Anyways, so I, signed an, I signed an NDA. Wow. Badass. He's uh, very, very strict and you know, he doesn't play. Is that true? He, lo- he, he loves to play, but he doesn't play. Is that true, Oreo? You love to play, but oh, he just winked. It's true. He's your financial advisor. Tell me a secret. Tell me the offshore account he sent that money to. All right, buddy. Thanks. Well, can we uh, wrap up this podcast now? I guess we can. So uh, that has been another excellent edition of Curveballs and Share Shots. For Dominic Hobson, my name is Brandon Tangoma. The studio audience and the mascot is Ted there. There's no Ted today. Woo! Good job. And the old man uh, whacking it in euphoria. Episode three, uh, season one. If you guys want to go uh, watch that, go right ahead. And the wrestler doing the uh, Skyline Chili drinking stuff. Goodbye and good night. Uh, bye-bye. Don't agree with